Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, yeah, but but to be at the mercy of all of this technology, but from people whose faces you never see, no, well, I think you could see the further that humans move away from what humans' DNA was wired to do, which was to hunt and gather and basically just protect your family. And remember, people lived in little cabins miles away from other people they weren't stacked on yep. top you very very rarely a couple hundred years ago even ran into anyone else yep. and so the technological world they've moved us into people are not evolving fast enough which is why the guys at the top the yuval noah hararis the elon musk and they talk about re-engineering humans and splicing their dna and putting chips in their head because the only way you're going to fit into this crazy world that they're building and evolving fast enough to live in it is they have to modify you now because humans still are not wired like you said with your grandfather willie carolla he would have a goal he'd go out that day you work really hard and you come back with your prize in his case he would get cash and he'd go to the grocery store and buy food the generation before him would go out in the woods that was their work for the day they'd kill a deer and come back or, or maybe not or maybe not kill a deer <coughs> oh, therefore yeah. get up the next morning and really look for right, a deer and right. then eventually if they couldn't find a deer they'd be eating gourds but right. either way either way they were in direct contact with what their goal was right and right now we you're filtered two three four five maybe eight hundred friggin steps away from whatever's making all this work oh yeah you have no control over no every day plugging it in the wall over there every day it's another problem right well and they can cut off your ad revenue i mean somebody yes i'll talk about it eventually but somebody you know in this network just got screwed but i mean you know Ted Kaczynski, who wrote Industrial Society and its Future back in 1995, talked about just this. And what it is is the battle between technology and humanity, and technology will win because technology's end logical conclusion is to destroy humanity. And what we're losing is really human autonomy. And as you can see, people think... I, I run into a lot of them. People that work for Instacart, believe, they, they were a school teacher before COVID, then COVID they started doing this, then they were making 1600 a week, and they said, that's more I make as a teacher, so I'm not going to go back. They th- believe they're going out there and they have their own job or business, but you don't have your own business. You're at the whim of Instacart. The customers are not yours. The jobs that come to you are not and yours. The food isn't yours. Yeah. You're delivering. Well, and, and all of a sudden, they get cut off or they go from making 400 a day down to... I ran 
ran into a couple people today when I went to the grocery store. They told me that they struggle to make $100 a day on Instacart now. They just sit in the parking lot for three, four hours, and no jobs are coming in, yet they see other shoppers going in, meaning Instacart is throttling you. They're sending jobs to some people and not to other people. So I said, well, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't go from making sixteen, seventeen hundred a week to five hundred. Like how? And and a lot of them don't know what to do because they just spent the last two years of their life sitting in that parking lot working for Instacart. Yeah. Most of these people just end up now downloading DoorDash. They try to bounce around to yeah. different gig apps. But um, if you're not necessarily skilled, you're not going to go find a job making fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars well, anymore. You know, the, the most. I think the most. Um, time-sensitive factor of this whole human situation is that the clock is ticking in such a way that with one more full generation of people, meaning your son's age group, once he reaches fruition, meaning, say, he's 30, basically, this world that you and I are talking about before, about my Oh, it'll be a race, yeah. That will almost, yeah, that will, right. That will almost be, anyone who talks about that will be put in an insane asylum if we open them again. In other words, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's like you and me talking about cavemen. Actually, that's probably a good analysis. We're talking talk about, about cowboys. Cavemen. We're talking about cowboys. Well, I was yeah. saying cowboys, yeah. but put it this way. For the next generation, for you and me talking about my grandfather, for them, it would be like cavemen. Weren't those like cavemen? Yeah. Like, that's how far away it will be oh, yeah. no. for, for, for the reality of the world that they live right. in. Right. Well, if you, if you talk to people, because I, I always say I was the last generation to not grow up with the internet in my pocket. So I didn't have a smartphone until I was in my 20s. So I don't think we got a computer, and, and Mom was just talking about it the other day, that because she was in telecom, she was one of the first people Correct. she knew that bought a home computer. And she was telling me that you and your sister really weren't even into it. Like, I tried to plug it into the old uh, dial-up AOL internet. You guys would go on there once in a while, but you didn't really care. And so, uh, but yeah, if you start to talk to people about pre-internet in their house, that's like cavemen to people born today or born in the last 20 years, really. So, so linking that technological phenomenon in comparison to the analog world that I grew up in and will continue on. That's why I'm a dinosaur, literally. I ain't changing. I mean, like, it was a big thing for me to get a 4G phone. I mean, like, I almost, like, had a... Like how to get like blood pressure, but you see how at the end they won. They engineered you into it. How do they do it? How do they do it? They stop making the three G. See, it's just like with oh yeah, it just would be with like self driving electric vehicles. People go, I'll never get one. You go, well, when they get rid of all the other cars and they say you have no choice. That's how they engineer you. Hey, look when they when they stop making oxygen, I guess I'm going to have to breathe methane or something. You don't have to worry about that. They're just going to tax the carbon, (laughs) the uh, breath. No, there's this really interesting story poor that the, this, poor this, Willie. this poor guy poor Willie. no well i'll tell you this we made a decision 
Maggie and I made a decision, and I've talked about it on the show. The way we're actually going to raise him, what we're going to be focused on, and one of the reasons why we're homeschooling, why is, is wind blowing? we are going to raise him. Don't worry, but we're going to raise him from everything from Amish to computer programming. Uh-huh. Because by the time he is now, if you meet some of these truly homeschooled kids. They're 13 years old. You'd think they're 18 years old. They're just so much more intelligent. So by the time he's 13, 14, and look, he may decide, I want to put a brain chip in my head and go live inside of the metaverse. Well, that's his decision if he decides that's what he's going to do. He may decide, I'm going to grow an Abe Lincoln beard and go live with the Amish and churn butter. But I think to be a responsible parent in today's world, not being able to predict what everything is going to look like 15 years from now, because once in the next couple of years when technology hits exponential growth, it will look completely different five years, 10 years from now. But if you're going to raise your kid and teach him everything from uh, how to survive like the Amish and like a hunter uh, and giving them those skills if they decide they want to be like Ted Kaczynski and live in the woods, but also teaching them the Internet and computers as a tool for computer programming and things of that nature. Now you've given them such a wide yeah, range of skills. Years, right, when they turn no, 13, 14, 15, they right, can decide which correct, direction they correct. want to go in. What you because you can't raise them totally. Rarity, what you just yeah. described, that your son will be in a minority, which is cool. It's a great minority to be in because you're giving him survival skills. What I'm saying is he's going to be surrounded by other kids who, for one reason or another, have never been given that alternative, that opportunity yeah. to move the whole spectrum well, that, that's, from survival that, to yeah. Yeah. technology. Well, that's part of the reason why we'll be hanging out with the homeschool co-op kids because we found out here there's such a large group, and so Maggie's doula, Alyssa, and her husband, uh, Chad, they have three kids. Uh-huh. So they've been part. Of, they've always homeschooled from day one, but they're part of what's called a co-op. So there's a hundred other families in that co-op, and so uh, and all the like her uh, her husband Chad, he is the head mechanic at a Volkswagen dealership. So they brought all these kids in for like a week, and they learned how to take engines apart. So a lot of the parents that have special skills, the kids, That's you know, cool. by the time they're ten the years old, they've shot. been introduced to yeah. fifteen different. Uh, right. Uh, industries so. right we have i mean like we used to do that like with cub scouts remember yeah. like we would go to different of the dad's businesses and learn a little remember when i yeah. took you guys all <laughs> tour the police station yeah you know like that was like my thing i could bring all the kids and show them what happens when you're a bad guy type of thing but yeah i think that's a great i think that that's just that's just human that's human nature that's like you take Indians. I mean, you know, they took their friggin' kid out, and you finally make your bones when you kill whatever you got to kill. You know, a lion, a tiger, a bear, a buffalo, whatever. You know, that's the way it should be because that's the progression of growth, you know, of adulthood. And unless there are people that still believe in it, there will be no one left to teach that. Right. Exactly. I mean, once we lose those who like, if you fast forward, your son, if he, if you go through the process that you described, and he has a kid, he'll probably do the same thing. But other kids won't. So now that, like, now that's like completely gone. Yeah. Because we've lost it. We've lost that connection. No, I would say yeah, it's the vast minority. But it, you know, it's interesting too because we talk to other parents that are more. 
you know, they hand their kid an iPad when they're in the grocery cart just to shut them up. Yes. And then they... Uh, That's what I saw. You know, the then they, they bring the them home and they... Laundromat. Yeah, they bring them home and hook them up to the video yeah. game so they'll leave them alone. Yeah. But it's funny, some of those people, because I'll, I'll get in conversations with them and I don't... I just... I'm always like sucking intelligence out of people so what i find with those a you lot of them that's why i'm here i know well i find a lot of them <laughs> no and i'll talk to them and, I'm, and i go oh really yeah and they go yeah but you know what my one son dave the little son of a bitch he won't play the games he's always sneaking out the back trying to play in the yeah, woods we tell him don't go outside we tell him, yeah we tell yeah. him don't go outside there's bad people out there and we try to get him back in there's but, animals and, so, there's a, and there's air out there so too. see there's there air. Yeah. Stay away from the air. But see, there's still something in some people's DNA that's wired to actually be out there in the natural world. Maybe that that's they maybe that. that's the way it's supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be just a minority of potential leaders. I mean, maybe we're not supposed to have a po- out of a population of a hundred people. If ninety four of them were all destined to be leaders, we would kill each other. So maybe like the alphas or the intellectual alphas, whether they be physical or intellectual. Yeah maybe there's only supposed to be like a, a moderate amount like one out of every thousand that's maybe the way you know George Patton ended up where he was you know he didn't have to kill other people Un- get his job. Yeah, but unfortunately Turn what happens unfortunately what happens now though is leader is synonymous with a wolf because I think most of the people that want to rise up like being a wolf that wants power versus being say a benevolent leader you end up in the same place because anyone who, like say myself, who rises up to be a leader realizes the system is so corrupt and on yeah. top of it, let's be honest, but the 99% of people that you want to lead and help are a bunch of sheeple assholes. But, so when you get to the top, you go, fuck it, I'll screw these people because I'm wasting my time trying to save a bunch of people that don't want to be saved or trying right. to wake up a bunch of people that right. like to be asleep. But to, but to be a leader... You do need to be powerful because the challenge to that leader will will come one way or another. And though power was not the reason that the leader became a leader, power is an element of what he would need to continue to I've lead never... because he will be challenged. He will be challenged, and, and, and the challenge will come, you know, whether it's uh, intellectual or physical or, you know, take whatever uh, avenue you want. He would need a way to overcome, and that power could be and will be challenged, but could be intellectual power. It could be physical power. It could be obstinance. It could be persistence. But, but, he, but there would have to be a part of that person's makeup that would say, I'm going, I know I'm right, I'm bringing these people with me, and I need to power my way through it, put it that way to a certain extent. Those who just want power, say like a Fauci or, you know, a Say like anyone, politician, everyone. A politician, you know, everyone, every politician ever. wants power. Oh, everyone. Why would you want to be a politician unless you want power? No, the only people who rise to power are the ones who want power. No one rises to power mm-hmm. that does not want power. 
It's impossible. And, and everyone, not, it's like a food. Well, and and right. everyone who wants to be left alone that's an individualist that just says, leave me alone, let me live my life, they don't end up in positions of power. So in the, someone's homeowner association, the crazy lady who walks around yelling at people about planting their flowers too close to the curb, yep. she's the president of the homeowners that's association true, because she wanted to be president of the yeah. homeowners association right. and she wanted reason. to break people's balls right. exactly. about their flowers. Right. And so, not only that, when, when, the people that are real sick that have power, okay, like the president of the homeowners association. <laughs> she may have nothing against flowers, but there was nothing to do that day to exert her power. She could find no other productive reason, so she picked on the fucking flowers to prove to continue to prove to herself that she has power. That's all that, that, it is. That's exactly what, and that's what masks were all about, and that's what friggin' mandates were all about. That's what this game was all about to shoot show how powerful Lori Lightfoot is, the lesbian black dwarf mayor of friggin' Chicago with the highest friggin' crime rate in the world, okay? She wants power, okay? And the power, because she's a dwarf, because she's black, because she's a lesbian, and because she's crazy, the power is what she lives for. Some people live to see yeah. their grandchildren. Some because they like the ocean and swim. Some people well, that, like the fish. They're, these are the group of people that like friggin' power. Period. Well, well, that's why those people are installed into those positions because yeah, the people. No, no, because the elites above them, the people that own somebody like Lori Lightfoot, want her there because they know when they want to institute a worldwide COVID high school land theater yeah, production that someone it. like her yeah. will gladly get on board. Yeah. See, a lot of what we were talking about before too yeah. was uh, I was talking about the money that, that trickles down. See, the guys at the top have to create buy-in. Right. So we've been doing a lot of work here on the climate hustle and uh, all the documents out of the UN where they admit that the CO2 pollution is fake and they admit that they're never going to end oil and gas and they admit they don't have the resources to build solar panels and EV cars and everything to replace it. But what happens is when they create this whole 25-year climate hustle grift industry Which it is. there's now tens of millions of people worldwide who work in the industry and then their families rely on them to bring home food and then right. their cousin knows right. before you know it there's 187 million people part of a fake industry Correct. but they created buy-in so now those people go along with it right. just like covid you might not believe right. it's real yeah. but you sell masks at your grocery store and you make ten thousand dollars a week way, so now you're in you're in the on the game the only way that works works is if you have the political power to fool the masses to provide the revenue that's necessary to keep the griff the scam going because you've got to feed these people to become part of the program by by hanging carrots in front of them. We'll give you this contract, we'll give you that contract, we'll give you this job, we'll give you that job. So you really, really need to control the masses. So this whole like infrastructure, $1 trillion infrastructure bill, well, that that's the prime example of what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, in that infrastructure bill, there's all this fucking green, you know, green yeah. climate bullshit, which is nothing but a scam. Because my, I've told you before, my goal, if there was ever any way to possibly have a chance 
of informing the public. And I don't mean the, the upper echelon of those who pay attention. I mean the majority of 75% of the people that don't have a friggin' clue. Not because they're bad people, not because they're stupid people, but because they're busy surviving. They're living for their kids and this and that. It's a program, a show. I mean, you know, you see, like, there's Jeopardy and, you know, uh, who can sing this song and know that voice and dancing with the stars and all this yeah. shit that attract people. A show uh, with two people, one on one side, one on the other, and they debate an issue, an issue that's extremely important so that all of the facts come out, so that people hear both sides of the story and realize how ridiculous, say, for instance, climate the climate shit that we're going. Have the facts come out that you guys are scamming people and you're ripping them off and you're charging so much for energy that will never be around, that you haven't built enough solar yeah. panels, that you will never build enough wind farms, that wind farms take up too much land, they kill too many friggin' birds, they create too much problems. Yeah, people don't know this. And, and right. the thing is, it's working against us every day that goes by that people don't know because they keep buying in oh, people yeah. buy into it they're buying into it and the more they buy into it I, I agree with you we reach a point we reach a point of, of of no return we reach a point where too many people have bought into it take yeah. the bottle and can well, bottles and cans yeah. bottles and cans cycling recycling you see what's happening with recycling yeah. Only fucking mongoloids sit there and fucking wash their cans and bottles and sort them out and put them here and there and left and right. They and right admit ninety percent of the stuff goes into the landfill anyway. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying yeah. they they sold that. Yeah. But it failed because a lot of people like me woke up. I used to take every friggin' beer can and soda can, bring them in my dark room, and wash every one of them out. Do you realize that every twelve ounce can of a beer or water, I'd probably spend 15 or 20 or 30 or no, 15 or 20 ounces of water run through it to fill it, to turn it upside yeah. down, to pour the water out. So now when I got all through and I had a bag full of 12 ounce cans, you know how many gallons of water I just took <laughs> out of my friggin' well to wash those? Now what's yeah. worth more? The nickel a can that they stole from me to begin with, and I'm just getting back. I'm not getting. I'm not yeah. getting anything. It's like your taxes. Or all the water, the yeah. water which is most important. It's the life survival yeah. element. All the water I just wasted yeah. washing out yeah. the stupid soda can. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. and people buy into that. They 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 don't think through. This well, what, what what happens is they get a large number of people to buy into it, and then they get another large percentage of people. Whether it's climate change, it's uh, soda cans. Or it's COVID land, the high school theater production. They get a large percentage of people who just end up giving in because you become desensitized to it. So finally, you just pull up the mask and you walk in the store because you don't feel like getting in a fight with the guy that you yelled at last week. Mm -hmm. And they count on that. But they literally will stand there, the government people, the elites, and they'll keep pointing up at the sky and telling you it's neon green and you'll say no it's blue and they'll say it's neon green it's neon green and before you know it this 40 percent of people that know it's blue just go yeah you know what it's neon green let me go in the grocery store i gotta go shopping you know like, why leave me alone you know why 
One, because the neon green guy that's saying it is getting paid for saying it and or is mentally ill, okay? And the other people are just, they don't have the time to put up with the bullshit. Well, I so that's what it is. Well, I tell this story all the time. and I blue, the People that are saying, no, yeah. it's blue, they're not getting paid for saying that it's blue. Yeah. They're just telling you it's blue. I'm going shopping, this guy is blue. The neon green guy that's persistent, that keeps following yeah. him in yeah. and telling him, he's getting fucking paid Oh, yeah, for. yeah, no. It's like the people you just yeah. talked about, yeah. uh, all of the jobs that are yeah. given out. You put up a windmill, well, you know, and it's a high-paying yeah. union job. You'll be making thirty-eight dollars an hour to put up a fucking windmill. Guess where the windmills come from? Guess where we get the turbines from? A country called China. You ever hear of China? You don't know anything about China, do you? No, they make more than Chinese food. No, that no, they're gonna own the fucking world in like two years. But you know, we get our uh, turbines yeah. from them. You want to put up more of them? Give yeah. more of your money. Yeah, that's that's how stupid people. No, I tell the the story all the time. I remember specifically watching television back when the BLM, the Black Lives Matter riots, kicked off with the Michael Brown incident. And Don, this is back when reporters used to still at least pretend to be on the ground reporting. And Don Lemon was standing on the street, and behind him, literally like buildings were burning down. (laughs) And 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 he stood there and he goes, "I'm here in a peaceful protest. That's a favorite." Peaceful protest. Famous clip. That I mean, two plus two. Let's show that yeah. at least once yeah. every two or three weeks. But I remember he got hit in the head that night. It was like the first night that he got hit in the head with a glass bottle, like oh. a beer bottle. The next night yeah, they had him. In, no, he was in the. They had like a shark, oh. the diver shark cage, uh-huh. and he was in there reporting, <laughs> still telling people that he was at a peaceful protest. Right. It's, it reminds me of um, <laughs> some kind of a, a comedy movie or something with like yeah, Leslie like Nielsen. Yeah. We're behind him yeah. is football, but he's yeah. announcing a baseball game, yeah. and then until you believe that you're watching the baseball game, <laughs> that's what these guys do. They sit there and they go two plus two is five, two plus two is five, until all the normal people just say fine yeah two plus two is five i have to go i say he's getting paid for the guy with the green sky is getting paid yeah those are the propaganda over and over and over that's his job those are the propaganda we will will give you 14 million dollars a year to say this guy is green that's all we want you to do every day get on tv and say this guy is green eventually we will convince the blue sky people probably eight million of those and then once we convince them guess what we could sell them COVID shots. <laughs> Masks. <laughs> Masks. All right. Well, anyway, we got to wrap up. Uh, right, soon. Wrap Is there anything up. else uh, you want to share with this audience today? Anything? Uh, what kind of depends do you wear? Well, what brand I is that? one question. None of yeah. this was taped. Was yeah, this was. Uh, I taped. thought we were just bullshit. You said this was the warm up. And we are not sponsored by Heineken on this show, folks. But I do have to remind you. <laughs> Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review and a comment over there, folks. If you'd like to leave a donation, it's donorbox.org slash Show, or you can join pain.tv slash gold. You can join the basic or the hotwire. You get the ad-free video version to this podcast, the Dustin Gold Standard, as well as the Thomas Paine Podcast and access to a like-minded group of individuals on a Facebook-like website and mobile application where you can share intelligence back and forth with folks so is there anything else you'd like to say uh before you check out of here and i throw you out onto the street (laughs) um well maybe we should do it just this way uh first of all in in light of being completely honest 
you know, and now your audience should know, I'm not your father. <laughs> you did this morning give me ten dollars. <laughs> you bought me some beer. <laughs> You forced me to sit in your cellar and say stupid shit. Now, if you could bring me back to the homeless shelter, <laughs> and I'm never doing this again. I learned uh, it. You know where I learned this? I actually, because I stole this business model from Howard Stern. That's what he is. To do. In fact, the guy sitting next yeah, to me, no, not only is he a homeless alcoholic. No, no, I'm not. A, I'm a, and I'm not an Asian one-eyed dwarf either. No, I was going to say, he's not only a homeless alcoholic. I have him sitting about three feet in front of me, closer to the camera, because he is a dwarf. <laughs> So after this, we're going to do an after-hours show where I lock him in a trunk Bing. and leave him out in downtown D.C. and see if any politicians stop to save him. Being three foot ten inches tall and a police officer in New Haven, I did have many challenges. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and a wonderful Black Friday where you bought a bunch of useless shit that you didn't need, folks, because that's America. That's freedom. That is what freedom is hey, all just about. Just so consumers. you know what a progressive town does, I was in the center of um, Frederick <laughs> uh, at 11 o'clock this morning, and I pulled up to a parking meter, and they have all the parking meter uh, slots where you throw the quarters in with green stickers on them saying, free today, frosty Friday. They don't <laughs> call it Black Friday in a progressive town. Frosty Friday. I never heard of that at all. I thought I was going to get like a drink or some shit. Frosty Friday. Every parking meter. Frosty Friday. <laughs> free today. What the hell is Frosty Friday? Have you uh, ever heard of no Frosty idea. Friday? No. These are words that these, these are words that are being made up. I guess you can't say the word Black Friday in Frederick, Maryland. We'll call it Frosty Friday, even though it's fucking 58 degrees. <laughs> no, well, I'm glad you brought up progressives, though, because the last few shows, and we're going to pick this back up tomorrow, folks, we're covering the progressive era from 1890s to the early 1920s, specifically the wonderful eugenicists that grew out of the progressive movement, the economists of that time, focused on sterilizing and killing individuals in this country who they believe to be unfit and unemployable. Wow. Of course, we've showed you how they orchestrated unemployment when they created the minimum wage to drive people that they deemed to be unfit out of the workforce. And then that gentleman we were reviewing, Professor Tausig out of Harvard University, who gave the speech and said... Well, we can't chloroform all these people right now, so we'll stick them in asylums and forcibly sterilize them. So we'll pick that back up tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The homeless shelter. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.